So I was listening to Mason in Ireland yesterday, and they were talking about this story. I believe it was Mason. And I texted him trying to confirm this story, but uh, I didn't get a response yet. But he talked about how he went into dinner with a friend, and he noticed his friend's lock screen. So I would assume most people's lock screen or something, you know, it's like a, it, it, it's, it's something that means a lot to you because you look at it a lot. So his friend's lock screen had a, fa- a family photo, but with the way the lock screen was lined up, it's mostly just that friend's face. So when he would lo- open up the lock screen, it's, picture just, of himself. it's a picture of himself. So I wanted to play a game and see if we can try to guess what each other's lock screen is. Okay, so the only thing is I can't guess Travis because I know his and he knows mine. But everybody else, we're going to try to guess who it is. So, Al, I want you to try to guess what's Travis's lock screen. I'm going to go... <clears throat> I'm just trying to think here. Is it a picture of the entire family? Is it Michael at a baseball Is game? Is it a piece of food? No, I don't think it's going to be... in and out <laughs> No, idea, I don't think it's going to be food. I'm going to say something family-related. Taylor? Trav, a picture of himself and his wife. <laughs> okay. So Al wins. That's what it is. It's a picture of both of my boys mm. at, at Dodger Stadium. So it's kind of a twofer, right? It's two of my my favorite things. I got both the boys with big smiles at Dodger Stadium in a playoff game this year. That mm. actually happens to be the one that they won. But just in the interest of everybody, go. What about your daughter? <laughs> yeah. The inside picture is of me and her together. Okay. So I have all three of the kids are. are Susan didn't make the me. cut. Susan did not, and she has brought it up in the past, and now I'm doing it just to kind of tweak her a little bit. But yeah. uh, I'm not on hers either, so oh, it's all okay. we're all good. We're all good. All right, so like we like to keep an even score in the Rogers household. <laughs> Al, I'm going to make my guess for yours. Okay. Um, I Don't guess overthink it. <laughs> my guess is rookie. I, 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 I would like to guess the same thing. It is, make it three. Yeah, it's not rookie. The so when lady? I got no, when I got the pixel. This is a cracked screen. I didn't do anything. It's the default? <laughs> no, I just got it's, like a landscape something. I didn't but that's what came on the phone. When you turned it on, I that's what it was? That's this so was sweet. the one because I think it was... I think when what you about get, the front? I think when you get the phone, I think it literally says, like most phones, right? Like it's probably Google Pixel 2022. So I had to change that portion <laughs> okay. of it. So I just went you with... Ch- it's just like a grassy field, right? Yeah, it's just like basically a landscape. <laughs> it looks like a farm in Kansas. It just looks like a wheat field. There was one I had before and I couldn't even see like some of the icons. Like it was making yeah. it, it was too white. So I'm like, all right, just give me something that's not. No all Rook, right. no Lady Slee. I would a bad I, guy. I would have lost big. I thought for sure Rook. Yeah, all right, I'm a bad so guy. how would you guys try to guess what mine is? Taylor Swift, something Taylor Swift related. I, I already know, so I'm out. <laughs> Taylor, what do you think it is? Uh, you and your sisters. I don't know. Ooh, that's a good guess. Yeah, it is a good guess. It is a good guess. But no, it's actually a sunset. It's a picture of the Manhattan Beach Pier from the view of the Strand. Did so you mine. take it? I took yeah, it. I so that's okay. why it's important yeah. to me. Yeah. All right. So this is why- if Taylor Swift is like cropped into the back. <laughs> She's well, they're practicing their religion. They're, they're <laughs> exactly. worshiping at the altar of, uh, of Mrs. Madam of Swift. Um, so- the thing we and Travis were talking about this morning, we could not nail down a yeah. guess about what Taylor's is going to be as a log I, I have a guess. Okay, okay. go ahead. I, I would say him at one of his shows. That was my, my I have two guesses, and I think I land, uh, yeah. my first guess was- Or the raccoon. It's something about music, <laughs> right? My first guess yeah. was it's something music related, because I know how important music is to you, Taylor. But I didn't know if it's a picture of 
I don't think he put a picture of himself playing music. I right. don't think it's that. That's correct. It, yeah. it, it could be like, uh, forgive me, what's the name of the place that you play at a lot? That's one of your favorite spots? Lighthouse. So it could be a picture of the Lighthouse Cafe, but something related to you playing music so, is my guess. And my guess is, so I follow you on Instagram and I see you have like a really cool Instagram aesthetic. So I think it's maybe something like a picture of like nature, like the rocks, like like the ocean crashing into the rocks somewhere on like a cliffside. I think like you have like a good eye for like capturing nature. So that's my guess. This is the one I could. When I said to you, I'm like, I don't, I really don't know. What is it, man? I hope it's Sabonis. It could be. By the way, what if it was like the beam? Would you be shocked? I wouldn't. I'd be surprised that he puts that on his phone. So I have two backgrounds: one for my my lock screen, and one for my other screen. The first one, I don't really know what it is. Like it's just. It's like a pattern. It's a pattern, yeah. And I've had it for. Did you take that picture? Or I, did you no, find I didn't it? take the picture. I, okay. I found it probably a decade ago. Okay. And then my other one is a piece of art. Actually, it's from a, a Polish artist who does like surrealist stuff and okay. dystopian stuff. Mm, that and, tracks. Yeah. I don't know what that is. I, I can't even pronounce his name either. But it's really zoomed in right now. I don't know why it's so zoomed in. I can zoom out and show you the picture, but um, at least it's not like an ancient. I'm birthing changing techniques. mine right now. It'd be just Tyreek Evans. <laughs> so, yeah, there you go. So, yes, Tyreek. I have Eddie from, Jones from the last time they made the playoffs back in uh, 1843. Yeah, Biggie <laughs> tweets out. He says, "Would have assumed that this is Emily's screensaver, and it's just a pizza on the floor." You guys. <laughs> No, I don't know if that's like what I'm going to see every day when I open my phone. I knew that <laughs> you would have something personal to you, right? Yeah. That, that it would be either family or some something that is to you. That you had the default slee is not surprising. I could have had 100 guesses at Taylor and not gotten it right. We were all pretty on brand. That Taylor I, is unknowable. Yes. And then uh, and Travis has family. And Slee would did nothing. And you just <laughs> changed took it out of the box and plugged it in. Work? <laughs> that seems about right. That seems about right. So ESPN put out their list of the top 100 players in Major League Baseball okay. today. Um, if you're a baseball fan, highly recommend. It's, it's interesting. It's like a little paragraph on each of these guys. Um, and, and I think it's really fascinating how this thing breaks down. And I want to start with the guy that was the number one player and not a big surprise, right? Shohei Otani, number one. Duh. Yep. Right? Number two, Mike Trout. Mm. Sure. Right? Mike Mike Trout. Why yep. wouldn't he be number two? The Angels have no other players in the top 100. Zero. They, they have Shohei Otani mm-hmm. and Mike Trout. They have the one and the two. If they were an NBA team, they'd be a really good team. <laughs> they have two of the top two. Okay, you can't do any better than that. Right. Right? They have zero from three to 100. The Dodgers Mm -hmm. have two in the top 10. They have four in the top 50. Okay. And they have five of the top 100. Okay. Okay, they have five, nine, 46, 47, 81. They have Freddie at five, Mookie at nine, uh, Julio at 46, Will Smith at 47, Kershaw at 87. Okay. Okay. Sounds about right. You got five of the top 100 players yep. in the game. It's probably not a huge surprise. By the way, Trey Turner, he was on the list. He was top yep. 10. Yep. You had Corey Seager. He's like top 25. Yeah, they, they know what they're doing. Muncie okay. gets back. Who knows? He, he might be top 100 again. San Diego mm-hmm. has six of the top mm-hmm. 100. Four, six, 25, 28, 78, and 80. Okay. okay, so again, two of the top 10, mm-hmm. four of the top 30. Keep in mind, Dodgers had four of the top 50. Potters have four of the top 30, hmm. and then they have two more at 78 and 80. They've got uh, 
Machado at four, Soto at six, Tatis at twenty-five, Bogarts at seventy-eight, Musgrove or at twenty-eight, Musgrove at seventy-eight, and Darvish at eighty. Okay, that is a really good team. Hmm. And when 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 you look at it like this, when you look at it like the Dodgers have five of the hundred, the Padres have six of the hundred, Dodgers have two in the top ten, Padres have two in the top ten, hmm. Padres have four of the top thirty, Dodgers have four of the top fifty. This is going to be close. Mm. Obviously, luck, experience, some of these other things are going to factor into it. But I think with all of the activity that the Padres had during the offseason yep. and the lack of activity that the Dodgers had during the offseason, it felt like it had tilted really significantly one way. When you look at it like this, it's really, really mm. close. Yeah, I, I think the we, we kind of get lost a little bit with the Padres because – Padres have never been a threat to the Dodgers in this 10-year window. They are now. They were never a threat over this 10-year window. And even last season, head-to-head, where they play each other 19 times, I want to say it was 14-5 to Dodgers, something like that. I might be a game off or something along those lines. But walking into the postseason, I will tell you, there are many San Diego Padre fans that thought, you're going to beat the Los Angeles Dodgers. Now, talent-wise, the way you kind of break it down, you're right. The Padres have an incredible amount of talent. They do. It's it's not a secret that they do. What they did at the trade deadline to add players, Tatis didn't even play last year. But more than anything else, that 111-win Dodger team this year, they came down. They came down to the rest of Major League Baseball. So you don't have to win 111 games to win a World Series. So they came down to where all these other teams were just hanging out at. Uh-huh. Now the Padres, you think, went up a little bit. So More now, than a little bit. And now it's – and they'll just get Tatis back, and we'll see what happens with him. Tatis landed high. 25. Yeah, that's that's that, higher that, than I that's thought. That's high. That's higher than I thought. He didn't basically didn't play last year. A year ago would not have been a surprise. Today it's a higher. surprise. Yeah. yeah it, today it, it's a surprise. And then, of course, you have all of the the extras that go into these sorts of things. So you look at it, Freddie Freeman, highly experienced. Mookie Betts, highly experienced. Julio Smith, Kershaw, right on down the line. Machado, very experienced. Soto, very experienced. After that, it gets pretty thin pretty quickly. Bogarts. But but Bogarts, yeah, really good, but new experience. You said experience, I'm assuming. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but again, not like year after year after year after Mm -hmm. year. And then Musgrove got some experience last year, but really his first time in the pool. Darvish has been around. He's done it a long time. I, I cannot wait for these games. And the way that baseball schedule has this set up, yeah, you said almost it was a little perfect. It's okay. almost perfect. How is it again? I don't know. So they remember. play them twice in May. Okay. Okay. So you get an early look at it. And then they really they play them again in August and they play them again in September. Mm. Like so you go through a couple of months where they do not play each other. So maybe somebody pulls away, maybe they don't, maybe they stay close, but it's not and, and again, because there's fewer of them, they matter a little bit more. Sure. Because they're much closer than they've been in a long time. They matter a little bit more. And it could come down to you beat me two more times than I beat you, and that's the difference between I don't have to go play the Braves or the Mets or whoever in a in a winner take all three game series, which you got to go on the road and all three. It's just it's a very complicated path if you're not a division winner. Do these two franchises to you is it more interesting because of the playoffs last season? Yeah, I think so. If if hypothetically if they didn't play each other. And the Dodgers were eliminated in the first round, and they played like the, the Braves the Cubs, yeah, or okay. whoever it is, yeah. right? Would that have – is it because the postseason was the postseason at that the Padres, who have got dominated by the Dodgers, actually won a playoff series against the Dodgers? Um, does that have 
a lot to do with some of the hype coming into the season, or is it no? They got a lot of stars. We got a lot of stars. They're going to go against it, each other. It has something to do with it, but not much. Okay, because the Dodgers have lost to a lot of people in the postseason. It doesn't mean well. Oh, the Padres. They lost to the Nats. They've yeah. lost to the Braves. They've, they've yeah. lost to <laughs> they've lost Cardinals, to everybody, yeah. right? Yeah. They've lost to a lot of people along the way. the The reason it's different for me is because of the way that the Pods went out and spent their cash. Mm. That they went out and re-upped Machado for mm-hmm. a fortune. That they went out and bought Bogarts. Mm-hmm. That they went out and they'd already they'll have paid Soto Tatis. all season. Have Soto all season. They'll. they'll Darvish is mm-hmm. still a very good major hater pitcher. all season. Hater yep. all season. Mm-hmm. Musgrove really kind of took a step towards not just like hey, that guy's pretty good, but I'm not like that dude can show up and give just him the ball, beat yep. you by himself. Mm-hmm. That that's something that they haven't had a lot of. And th- this is the other thing. And this is you, you tell me what you think about this as a Padre fan. One of the things I loved about being a Dodger fan was once you got into the season, if you needed something, you knew they were going to go get it. There, there was, there was no. Ah, we'd like to get that pitcher, but we don't want to give up the prospect. We don't want to pay the going rate or whatever it is. And the Dodgers would always go do that. The Padres yeah. were kind of halfway in, halfway out on some of this stuff until Seidler showed up. It's like do it, and they're all in on everything all the time. If they need, and I'm just let's say Josh Hader, something happens and he's unavailable. They need a closer. They'll go get one. Hmm. You need another starting pitcher. They'll go get one. Yeah, they're not going to let. Hey, we don't have the resources to go do it. Yes, they do. Is they're going to go do it. Is this a Rosenthal angle? Are we going to Ken Rosenthal again? That <laughs> <laughs> that's the thing that you've seized on it is so odd to me. I like it. I like that you've taken this guy that's got like thirty years of doing this and being right like ninety nine percent of the time. Uh, that's good. That that's like good. he got one wrong, but because it was your squad, <laughs> you just absolutely beat the. Are guy you gonna up. hate on his bow ties now too? Are you gonna go after every time? This is so stupid, but it is pretty funny. And I think every, I think everyone who cheers for a team can relate to this. Okay, the Sacramento Kings will probably always mention that game seven or that series against the Lakers where they thought the referees it was just so lopsided, right? Well, we just did Scott Foster. They thought. They thought. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't know if they thought it was lopsided is the we just did, accurate characterization. Moving on, Slay, moving on. We just did Scott Foster and we just did the, the Chris Ball. The Rosenthal, you're right. He is 99.9% accurate <laughs> like in his career. Years. He's as good as it gets. But the fact that he said, it looks like Scherzer might be going to the Padres and it didn't happen. If, every San Diego's like, really, Rosenthal? If he said he thought he was going to the Mariners, you wouldn't even remember. You would, I don't even think it would have well, shown up on your phone. all I know, he probably said that before he said the Padres. Right. Yeah. Who? Ken, I, I, don't, I don't remember that. But he stepped on your pod rate. Oh, that's, that's pretty totally funny. Different. I have oh, a, a oh. tweet from Matthew Pelosi. So yeah. he says, uh, obviously, Alan Sui doesn't have any identifying info on his lock screen. What if it fell into the wrong hands of the enemies while on a mission? Very good point. This is why. That's right. got to make sure point. we get it right. A lot of people are sending in their lock screen. I like this. Like this, uh, George sent in a picture. He's got a big picture of Saturn on it. So he's interested in astronomy. Mm-hmm. So I, I do think there's a little bit of a tell in what you have. Like you can get a little bit of somebody's personality on there. But both in if there's nothing there or what is there. Like if there's a picture, put it to you this way. If it was just a giant picture of the phone owner's face, you're like, well, that means something. If it's of their girlfriend, of their dog, of their wife, their kids, it tells you something. It's a picture of Dodger Stadium. If it's a picture of the Rose Bowl, like you're like, oh, I know a little bit about that guy. Every there's there's a little bit of a tell in these pictures. Lady Slee, I know has and she's had it on there for years. 
a picture of her mom and her nieces and nephews when they were all young. Mm. That's it. That's been like the same photo Perfect. for X amount of years. Yeah. I have for, you know, you can put the, the picture in for each individual person in your, your phone contacts. I have picked Michael's, he's like five. He's 17 now. Mm. I, I've left it in there for Bobby's is when he was a freshman in high school. He's 22. Like they, I don't change those very often for that reason. They be very specific. Uh, Francis says, Slee keeping the default lock screen wallpaper is the well, I had to change it. Yeah, yeah, but ever. Francis, I had Did to you actually change it. No, I haven't changed it yet. I'm saying that it wasn't the original <laughs> default. There was one you, step but, but to you get pick, to the landscape. <laughs> like, but ooh, you picked pretty. a landscape that was one of the preloaded landscapes, right? Two thousand percent. <laughs> 2000 percent i do i love it i love it all right um national chip and dip day and do a little chip draft coming up next it's travis lee 710 espn this podcast is proud to be supported by jets pizza the number one pick in detroit style pizza why it's simple jets is better with the thickest crispiest cheesiest detroit style pizza in the country there's no competition right now get five dollars off any eight corner pizza with code eight save that's the number eight S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. So it is National Chip and Dip Day. So in honor of our uh, weekly snake draft. It's a snake draft. We're going to do a snake draft of the best chips. Okay? So here's the order for uh, our snake draft. It's going to be me. Oh, what a shock. Hey, it's an it's a random order every every it, week. You know what? Maybe we should come up <laughs> with a random order one of these times, Just Alice. Saying. She, she I seems to fourth. get the top I like pick. fourth. I like fourth that. Is the best. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so it's Emily Allen. You and I have the two worst. Travis. We don't get the best choice, and yep. then yeah, we don't get the what double pick. What a shock. What a surprise. <laughs> they teamed up back there. Yeah, so here's the order. Emily, Travis, Taylor, uh, so Emily Allen, Travis Taylor. Okay, first pick in the draft from me. It's gonna have to be. Don't be the one I'm gonna pick. Don't be. Restaurant one. style tortilla chips. Restaurant style tor- tortilla chips, not Tostitos. I want the like slightly greasy, really thin. I think you get all yummy. tortilla chips with your pee, you get tortilla chips. Okay, right? but I'm gonna, I That's want it specifically them. to be restaurant style because nope. I don't want to have Tostitos nope. included Tostitos. in this. Well, because then you could just go where brand by brand. Like you could take. Well, I thought that I think you can go brand by brand. It's whatever we want to do. Because I have a brand here. Okay, that yeah. I was picking. All right, it's whatever um, we want to do. So I'm doing restaurant style tortilla chips. All right, Alan, you're next. All right, I think it's it's my favorite brand, and at Costco they're about. 14 pounds if you buy it from there not literally the kettle brand kettle is my favorite that that particular flavor sea salt sea salt just give me the sea salt nothing special nothing out of the ordinary i think the kettle brand is perfect with a sandwich whatever you're having you want it just for a snack kettle brand is my favorite chip those are really good that exists those are really good 
Yeah, and by the way, the different flavors they have for kettle are yeah, jalapeno is good. Jalapeno, you know, it's a kind of a sneaky good one on the kettle. What do you got? I'm not going to pick it, so somebody else can have it if they want. Is the pepperoncini ones pretty good? It's don't it's worry, not, I was going to pick not it. Quite as as spicy as the jalapeno ones, which are good, but it has yeah. that little that little tang, sleet, yeah. which is a good deal. I'm going got basic. A garlic one too. This is every gas station, every vending machine, every grocery store. They are ubiquitous. They are everywhere. They're salty. They're crunchy. They're good by themselves. They're good to scoop dips they go with just about everything you Kay. can fritos I, I i'm just taking the, the classic you can have it fritos wait was it yeah it was your pick all right she did the first and fourth see what yeah, they did I, there I, yeah. we got work. taylor okay for me they get all over your fingers with their dust but mm. they're damn good hot cheetos mm. okay okay does that include all cheetos i had a debate with my friends do cheetos count as chips because they're yes. puffs no yeah. they're puffs they're no they count as chips they're puffs they no, there was they're, they're fried and they're filled with chemicals. They're chips. Literally, no, they are Cheetos, a, Cheetos puffs are puffs. Yeah. There but, was but a chip the convention, and they were invited to the chip convention. So, what more chips. do you want? But anyway, I'll, I'll let you keep. Thank it, you for your support, chips. guys. Appreciate that. She bullies you. No, it's 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 not a chip. Come if on. you can buy them at a gas station on the chip rack, it's a chip. Okay, that, well then, are pretzels the chips? Because yes. they're, the they're not chips. They're uh, pretzels. Pretzels, I wouldn't call chips. If they're on the chip rack at the gas station, it's no, a they're chip. not. Yes. Also, beef jerky's on the same on thing the too. Chip rack. Peanuts are a chip in this game. No, they're not. <laughs> yes, they anyway, are. Okay, Taylor again. <laughs> okay, I don't know if you guys know this one, but um, Zaps New Orleans style kettle chip. It's a certain. Oh, they are amazing. It's a particular brand. I don't think I've ever had them. But I like that. If you like kettle chips, Lee, you should definitely try them. Okay. And I prefer the Voodoo flavor. What is that? They are great. What is voodoo flavor? I don't know how to describe you it. You got to kind of just know it. Yeah, you kind of. It's like you, Cajun. You know, you know. Yeah, okay. Cajun. Spicy, I'm assuming. Yeah, they're spicy. Okay. All right, so we got uh, Travis. Um, I'm going to go with another just classic that is, it, it's it's kind of a more of a boutique brand. It's not super, super mainstream, but I think most people will know what they is. They're the Tim's Hawaiian chips. Mm, yeah. Right? They, they, and I'm going with the onion, the Maui onion flavored Tim's Hawaiian chip. Okay, Alan. We get three, right? Three total? Yep. Okay, I don't think anybody's going to take the third one, so I'm going to go with... Um, I could do multiple flavors of this one. I'm okay with the original. The problem is if I start eating these, I probably won't stop eating them. Pringles. Pringles are... I don't know. There's original some, flavor? Well, any original. original. I'm going original. Going By original. Emily's rules, that doesn't count because technically those are a crisp, Al. They're not a chip. No, they are They come a in chip. a can, read, too, read, so read I don't know. Read the box. Read the box. It is not a chip. By Pringles Cheetos are not are a pups. chip. No, it's a crisp. It's a potato crisp. In okay. our world, Pringles <laughs> count as this. Is Pirate's right. Booty a chip? Of course it is, Alan. But is I'm just saying that if we're going to get super detailed yeah. on this, yes, for the purposes it's of this not. game, both of those things are. Let's go Pringles with our number two pick. <sighs> so Al is picking crisps. No. Crisps. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> okay, okay. Look, look at the can. It I understand. My third chip. pick's going to be Twix. If, if we're like, going no, by the letter of the law, to it. It has a we're, crunch to it. we're either going to not follow the rules <laughs> or we're going to follow them, but one I'm, or the other. But, but I'm, what? <laughs> my brain is breaking because yeah, it's not a chip. Slow it okay. down. Anyway, it, sorry. It's not a chip. Okay. I agree. It's a so crisp. So if I'm going to get smart food legal, popcorn, legal choice, I mean, sm <laughs> if I'm getting smart food, white cheddar popcorn at the gas station, that's a chip to you? Sure. That it's not, not a chip. No, that that one would not be a chip. And it really <laughs> breaks down your entire argument, Travis. <laughs> no, we're either going to follow the rules or we're not. 
If Pringles is in, everything is in. Uh, it's, it's that's it's, not the same. Of course it is. <laughs> okay. What's what about Chex Mix? Yes. That's Ooh, not the that's, I'm gonna pick okay. that. Anyway, so I would <laughs> kind of pick whatever you want. My yeah, brain yeah, is melting. Okay. Uh, sour cream and onion. Sour cream and onion chips across the board is my second pick in the draft. And then, okay, so this this game is the chip draft. So I'm gonna go with. <laughs> French fries because it's is, what the, way, the British is, people we're doing, we're doing call chips. Because she gets the first, eighth, and ninth pick. Yeah. That's not how that's supposed to go. We need to go all the way around the horn again to get to where she would have the last pick as well. It's rigged. Hey, it, no. This whole thing's rigged. We're doing this. So I, I'm doing British it's chips. It's a good choice. And sour cream and onion. All right, back to Alan. Um, pick fries. I'm going to do... Which is a good choice. I knew nobody was going to take this one. And you know, some people might not even like this brand. But it's my damn chip. Sun chips. Ugh. Gross. Ugh. They are good. Salsa, I'll defend you. Those are garden good. Garden salsa sun chips. Uh, wow. Fantastic. Now, it was, it was going to be on that. Brand, it was going to be that <laughs> or true. pita chips, but I'd rather have Ooh, the those sun are even chips. worse. Pita chips? <laughs> yeah. No. Pita chips. Pita Gross. chips, you got to have a dip with it. It had, You got to be it's dipping their, into something. They're too cardboardy. The Stacey's I like them in a salad. Chip? No, those are good. Yeah, those I'm are not, good. Not a fan. Travis? Um, are you going to pick popcorn? Are you going to pick like gum? Can <laughs> get gum at the gas station, too. That should count. If Pringles count. And icy? Everything He's counts. like, with the third Why pick not? of my draft, Coors Lights. <laughs> <laughs> you can get that at the gas uh, I'm going to go just original Doritos. It's a classic that there's been a million different nacho uh, variations. Cheese? Yeah, if, that, if that's the original it's nacho one. cheese, basically, or it's the, uh, what is it, Cool Ranch. Those cool are Ranch the two. is way yeah, better. I don't, I don't like ranch so much. It, it's okay, but I'll, I'll choose the original Dorito. Got a lot of those. All Dad right. bring those I, all the time. Taylor, yeah, Mr. Relevant. This should be your game. Like you, you have well, your, it was Doritos and Snickers. ran a, a store with all this it stuff. It was Doritos and Snickers. Yeah. I wouldn't really go too far. Call Twix up, was uh, in there, too. Mr. Sliwa and see what he thinks about our chip uh, decisions. Yeah. Can right. I do... Um, no. Can I do a Cool Ranch? Cool Ranch? Sure. Doritos? Of course. Even though Travis picked... Yeah, okay. I had nachos. Does anyone... What, what was the uh, quote from the Big Lebowski? This isn't Nam. There are rules. <laughs> Well, my point is, if we're have, the rules either need to be applied or not applied. We're either going the letter of the law or we're not. But I'm just saying. I wish that Cheetos, our reaction, we got that angry. Cheetos are not chips. They are puffs. I would think Cheetos are they're, chips. They're, they're, Who decided just, that? Yeah, I would think Cheetos are chips. Okay, I, I, I literally, okay, I Googled is. it this morning. I said, are Cheetos What does the community chips? think? What does the community think? Yeah. So this is what the answer from Google says. Cheetos are actually cheesy corn puffs, not <sighs> chips. All right. So if we're gonna trust what Google says, here's what we're AI do is that. doing. You They're just know the best us. choice. So Google, and you is, wish... Google is Pringles a potato chip. Okay, I'll do that right now. It's a crisp. It says by on the can potato crisps. And they're why? Here's a question for you. Since you yeah. picked them out, they're your second round draft pick. Why are they so waxy? What is on them that makes them gives them that like that waxy thing? I don't know. I I, I like them, but they have you know what I'm talking about. They yeah, have like I a do. Waxy finish to them. The problem is two with them. Like you could just grab like a thick handful. They're all perfectly layered, and like you know, you, some people just you take do one. The lips. People will just take one. <laughs> people will just take one. I'm gonna have like four at a time just in there. Can't I, even, <laughs> can't even chew anymore. I do hate to admit this, but Travis is right. Uh, you can clip that off for forever. But I, turns I was out, just gonna say Taylor, can I get that uh, on when we come back for a second? <laughs> turns out Pringles are aren't officially 
chips. Pringles aren't chips at all. They're crisps. So, yes, Travis is right in this instance, but what he is wrong fries? about Cheetos. What about fries? Fries are chips in, in <laughs> England. They call them Remember, fish and chips for a reason. Well, did, everybody everybody pick, did everybody pick yeah. already? Emily, but the thing is, chips in general, we could have put chocolate hold chips. On. We could have put hold, microchips. Hold, hold These are all things. Hold on. Do you remember a couple of days ago, or maybe it was a week or so ago, where I was saying that you said you don't like to be proven wrong. You get very frustrated, and you just try to blow past it. I've never heard of that before. Th- th- this is one of those times where you're just like, you know what, Trav? You were right. Yeah, take the L. You it's were all good. right. It's, it's no, all you're good. right. Google vindicated and Emily was you right about your rightness again. But see, if we're going to let Pringles in, we have to let Cheetos in. That's the point. We either have <sighs> You ever had those Miss Vickies? Uh, yeah, those are good. Those are really good, too. Those are good, too. Yeah, they didn't make Chocolate those. chips. I like chocolate. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just saying it could have qualified into the draft, well, sure so I wouldn't have I wouldn't have been opposed. Or like you know your Chip Kelly, if you wanted to put Chip, Chip Kelly. Uh, Flaming Hot Cheetos you, is probably going to get very Chip popular. Kelly. If you love going six and six, Chip <laughs> Kelly is your favorite chip. If you like thinking you have a chance but you never really do, pick Chip Kelly along the way. Factor cap. If Emily can catch her breath coming up next, it's Lee, seven ten ESPN. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is hypnotic and tequila season. Hypnotic liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Cheetos are chip. Cap. Also, my mom was weighed in. She said, Cheetos are not chips and no one dips them. Enough said. You're right. Thank you, Mrs. Hebel. Remember that old uh, PSA? You're like, none of you do. You you might. Maybe. The, I learned when the, the, the dad finds the joint in the, in the kid's drawer. <laughs> yes. Where, how dare you do this? I learned it from you, dad. I learned it by watching you. you. So your, your faulty chip information is, is a, a Hebel your family favorite tradition. Chip, uh, Berg. Uh, yeah, go ahead. My favorite chip is, uh, you guys said it. It's actually, no, it's the Maui onion. From, oh, that's a good it's not the one. That, it's not the Tom's or Tim's or whatever you said. There's a Tim's. Maui. Yeah, there's a Maui onion chip that is also really good. But I forgot what the. the I don't think is. that's the same. It's different, right? It's that's different. different. Well, a lot of people make a Maui onion right, chip, but it's, that, it's but a Hawaiian. There's, Tim, there's Hawaiian, it's a Hawaiian it's brand. Hawaiian brand. Yes, yes. it's, it's a Hawaiian, Hawaiian brand. brand. Yes. That one is my favorite chip. Um, but yeah, if you guys think we're wrong, what who we left out, definitely tweet at us because I'm seeing all your don't tweets at and me, bro. More that Emily's right, obviously. Animal is, fries, but... well done. Says Pringles <laughs> was literally taken to court by Big Chip, and they're forced <laughs> to call their product a crisp. <laughs> I'm going to take Cheetos to, to court. Oh, okay. geez. So, uh, Bonnie Bernstein was on Sedano and Cap yesterday. So, she talked about how people, she was told by someone that people were using her photo on dating apps without her consent. Like that someone came up and said, hey, someone's using a picture of you on this dating app. I don't think it's you. Anyway. So, uh, obviously, not a great thing to catfish people for having your picture out there without your consent. But for the three, the four of you, 
you would take that as a compliment. That someone thinks that you're so good looking that they're going to put you on a thing and, and cat, use you to catfish people. Travis, factor cap. It's super, super creepy, but yes, in a weird, but I like it. Way, it. It is a compliment. You're not picking Steve Buscemi as your uh, catfish <laughs> pick, right? You're, you're not picking Marty Feldman. You're, you're picking George Clooney or Brad Pitt or something like that. And if, you know, Bonnie Bernstein, very pretty girl, very pretty very. woman, excuse me, um, and... and yeah, it's it's creepy as hell, but it's uh, it is a, a weird compliment. All right, uh, Berg. Absolutely, fact. Yeah, if someone thinks that I'm that good looking, which I don't think that so, so yes, absolutely, fact. Al. Cap, I would sit them down and be like, "Listen, are we? You what are you trying to do? Are. are you trying to date somebody, or are you not? Do you want people to actually? Do you want to have an opportunity to go out with people? Why are uh, you using my phone? Catfishing is more than going out for people. It's 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 a lot to get things out of their money. Yeah. But I but I'm more yes. trying to help them that <clears throat> I'm not going to be the person that's going to help you in this. Use a different they photo. Wrong is what you're Use, saying. Yes, that your selection is bad. Yeah. The fact that they are doing it that is creepy. The fact that. They did it. I have to help them take a different strategy. Taylor? Uh, Cap. It's creepy to me. Don't want that. All right. So uh, there was a poll taken recently about whether or not autocorrect has been better or worse for your life. So I don't know about you guys, but sometimes, you know, I'll autocorrect something or I'll try to say a curse word and it comes up as an animal. So it's like, instead of, you know what, it'll come up as duck, you know? So uh, there are things that are like, I wish it was saying that instead of that. So uh, autocorrect has done more harm than good. Berg, factor cap. Uh, Cap, have you ever actually tried to turn off your autocorrect? It is so difficult to type. There's a lot of times, there are times where it messes it up, but there's a lot of times that it actually fixes things for you that actually work. And every time I've turned it off, it's been a massive, massive mistake for me. (laughs) I I spell everything wrong. There's letters that don't actually belong there. So, cap. I think it actually is better. Al? Cap, much better. I'll take that. They're a lot smarter than I am. So, I can sit here and I think some of it, too, it's not even that you don't know how to spell something. You're just kind of like, get close. I'm I'm in, I'm in a hurry. I know they're going to jump in to help me out. I depend on them to help me out. I, I'm a fan of the autocorrect. Trev? I think we live in a world where we've all been autocorrected to a weird world, a weird, weird word, and the other person understands that it was an autocorrect, right? That it's yeah. that sometimes like we know what per- ducking means. We know that we say, can you ducking believe that? We know what the person was trying to say, right? F-U-X-K. <laughs> that too. That's yeah. a very, very common one. Um, yeah, I don't mind it because now th- there are some times where something comes up that could be bad. And if that you very quickly have to type in autocorrect autocorrect that's not what i meant so it does kind of put you in a place but more often than not i'm i'm with it taylor so cap i think that it's it's done some harm in the sense that i'm not as good of a speller as i used to be but it's done a lot of good in the fact that it's probably saved me in you know some weird social situations but for you guys do you find that you spell better on a on a keyboard than a, than a phone? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I'm more, I mean, they're, they're not right next to each other like that. And they're I'm so taking close. my time more. I don't feel like... They're not know. touchscreen, too. Mm-hmm. So your finger Listen, kind of gets multiple. Listen, the phone has made us stupider, period. Right? Like, the what were we talking about with phone numbers? How many phone numbers do you remember? One. Yeah, we, we don't remember anything. I remember... Well, two. My own and Susan's. Those are the only two I know off the top of my head. Everything that you know, a phone the provides... stations, because you say it so often. Oh, yeah, that's true. What is it? Uh, 877-710-3776. <laughs> hey, 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 relax over there, okay? Let's not do that. All right. Uh, I remember almost every number from my childhood. 
All right, so um, I've gotten into this kind of debate with friends, and I think it varies from where you grew up slash what age you are um, and how you respond to being called this. So um, I'm okay with being called ma'am. I don't think that's a it's a it's a term of I don't think it's insulting to be called ma'am. I, I also does it tend not to, imply a certain age though. I so I don't find it insulting, okay. and I also I tend to use it with other people in a formal setting. A setting, I'll say yeah. Thank you, ma'am. Like, all that good stuff. So, you're okay with being called sir in any situation. Berg, Fed Cap? Mm, Cap. Uh, I think when it just depends on the situation, but people, I've had somebody come to me to talk to me about, you know, be, getting into this business, and they kept calling me sir. I'm like, you can you can stop calling me sir. and But they continued with it, so... Call me Mister Sir. <laughs> yes, like Mister yeah. Sir. But no, I—I I mean, I don't need. I you call me Greg. I don't need Sir. All right, Alan. Um, I'm okay with it. It's fact. I—I I think it, it. It's not like it happens a lot, but it happens often enough to where you're like, all right, well, yeah, you're not. You're also not 25 years old anymore, Al. So it's like there's a yeah. accepting the. This is just part of it. What do you want me to? If they say Sir, I'm, don't ever say that again. It's like no, that's not going to happen. I'm okay with it. I've accepted it. It's all good. Trev? There's a moment, like what Sliwa was talking about, that when you are in your 20s and even in your 30s where it feels almost disingenuous, right? That if, if I'm if somebody says, oh, can I help you with that, sir? And you're 26 years old, he's like, huh? Like it feels oddly aggressive to a point. Start and saying that to Taylor. But once you get to 40-ish, give or take, it just feels like somebody's trying to be polite. That's all yeah. it is. So I, I've, I've gotten to the point now where it doesn't even register anymore. And for you at 62. Man. <laughs> 63. 63. <laughs> no, he looks 62. Well, not according to Kurt Sandoval. <laughs> 63. All right, Taylor? That was, that was a bad day for me. <laughs> In fact, yeah, I'm okay with it. Uh, I call my friends that are the same age as me, sir, sometimes. And I call older gentlemen, sir, as well. I can't I see know. you getting a sir yet. Yeah, nobody sir. nobody yeah. says it to me, but you got a baby face. I call other yeah. people that. Yeah, I can't see anybody going. It's going to be my new for Taylor every it. morning. Good morning, sir. Appreciate the respect. Happens. You just turn old all of a sudden. <laughs> all right, so I know you guys talked about it on Mason Island yesterday, but there was a story with uh, Dan Orlovsky about how his wife oh, so funny. refuses to use uh, go number two in the house while he's around. Take it easy. I'm just, I said just a number. And, um, the clip says but then it. you guys kept on saying that, you know, that they went on the table and saying that they're, they're, the relationships, they have open door policies sometimes with using the restroom around your partner. So an open door policy in your home with your partner is ridiculous in terms of using the restroom. So that is ridiculous. Alan, factor cap. I go fact on this one. If I could, you know, not only <laughs> make sure the door is closed, uh, to turn the TV up, uh, get an engine on, like the whole thing. I don't want to hear. The hair dryer. I don't want to hear anything. The open door policy is kind of random. This is kind of a funny thing that's happened. A different element with rookie. Rookie will scratch at the door if you go into a room. So if you go into the restroom, he's like, "Well, why is the door? I, I want to go in there then." Mike Rook, you're not coming in <laughs> no, here. He doesn't. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, you'd be surprised. He probably does. Um, I'm I'm of the belief that a closed door is better. Trev? Yeah, close the damn door. <laughs> this is not complicated. <laughs> there are some things that you're meant to do by yourself, and that's probably number one on the list. I have a lawnmower in the living room. <laughs> yeah, I, no, cl- cl- close the door or 
All Wait right. till you get to work or something. Sir Mr. Berg. Sir Mr. Berg. Uh, Cap, I don't really care. I've never really cared. I had my ex-wife used to always leave the door wide open. It didn't bother me. I'm. Mean, this is just a part of our lives. Who cares? This is what you do. This is what you do. I don't care if I hear it or not. Right, it's, it's, it's fine. It doesn't bother me. Cap, I don't think it's ridiculous, but it sure takes a lot of the mystique away, I would think, from a marriage. I mean, you're married, so what mistake and, left? Anything. <laughs> like, I, like I, I go back to like when you're in college and you got roommates and things like that. It's like, dude, close the door. That's like, fine. I don't care if yeah. it's a male or they want thing. to have like a conversation. <laughs> hey, what, what time you want to leave tonight? <laughs> Get out of the bathroom, and then we'll have the conversation. In the bathroom today, somebody that works here was talking to me while they were in the bathroom. No. 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 Yeah. I I, I will not say his name, Matt Burke. I think we... (laughs) I think we've already established. He's looking over the stall. Yeah. That. By the way, I don't like that. I don't like that because my my I am just tall enough, just barely tall enough to see over the top of that thing. Right. Like I can't look over, but I can see. I don't like that. Like everybody should be below the uh, top door line in in that thing. Close the door. This is not complicated. As we've as we established earlier, Emily, I'm right about things. We're going to close. Berg the door. does not close gonna... the door in these stalls either. He just keeps it wide open. <laughs> What's keeps up? It wide open. How you doing? Travis What's up, brother? Right. There's people it's like, here. It's like right? prison. <laughs> like right. Like that's one of the things about like they're just there's no doors in prison. Yeah. Everything. Berg puts his backpack right to keep the door also, open. Also, guys, yeah, I want some, people to see. This is some news. So uh, LeBron uh, responded to some of this uh, evaluation okay. talk. So we can talk about the other side. Let's do that next. It's Travis Lee, seven ten ESP. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. That didn't take long. That uh, We were talking earlier about a tweet from Adrian Wojnarowski um, saying that LeBron could be targeting the last couple of games, last three games of the season, and trying to get ready for the play-in, maybe get them into the play-in, a playoff series. And then there was Dave McMenamin earlier this morning on SportsCenter who had this to say as well. LeBron will push for some time over the final three games that the Lakers play in Los Angeles. April 5th against the Clippers, April 7th against the Suns, April 9th against the Jazz to target that range so long as there's no setbacks in his rehab to make his comeback, get back onto the court, uh, get a little bit of, a, I guess, a dress rehearsal before either a play-in tournament or a playoff berth for the Lakers. Okay, so that's Dave, too, talking about how he may be able to get back right before the end of the regular season. LeBron has weighed in on mm-hmm. LeBron's uh, return. Who's to his the source? Lakers. Who's LeBron's source? <laughs> well, wait for this. There wasn't an evaluation today, and there hasn't been any target date for my return. I'm just working around the clock every day, three times a day, to give myself the best chance of coming back full strength whenever that is. God bless you all sources. I speak for myself. So LeBron is saying, yeah, thanks, guys, but uh, that's just not. Mm. where I am in this thing, that I'm working my tail off to get back three times a day, he says, uh, to come back at full strength, which I think is an interesting part of the 
the, the equation, the, the tweet, right? Mm-hmm. Because, and you know, I speak for myself because not, he didn't say I'm to come back and help the team. He didn't say to come back and, and get us ready for the push. It's to come back at full strength because these tendon injuries, these foot injuries, those things are weird. They linger, yeah. they're sore. And sometimes you get those injuries, Slee, that are, look, you, as long as you can tolerate the pain, you can go out there and play. You're not going to make it worse. And we know that's kind of a, a thing that gets thrown out there right now. But I, I, this is kind of what I thought. I, I, there's no doubt in my mind that LeBron is diligently trying to get back as quickly as possible to help his team as much as he can. Yep. But when that is, nobody knows, including LeBron James. Let me let me paint a picture for you. LeBron is in his 20th season in the NBA. LBJ does not know, and every year that goes by, he has absolutely no idea how many more cracks he's going to get. And I'm not even talking about Trav going in NBA championship. How about just make the playoffs and take your chances in a round? And LeBron is probably thinking in his head, go look at the Western Conference, go look at kind of what's happening uh, where there really is no dominant, dominant team. Of course, Braun wants to do everything he possibly can to get back in. Let me fast forward a year from now. Would you be shocked or surprised? I think AD played his 47th game yesterday of the season. Would you be shocked or surprised that AD misses some time next year? Would you be shocked or surprised that LeBron misses some time next year? No. Would you be shocked and surprised that the Lakers aren't in a similar position that they're in today next season? No. Okay, and I only set it up that way because you're not guaranteed anything for tomorrow. Of course, LeBron will do absolutely everything he can to come back, but this is also the date just to kind of, not to push back on LeBron, this is the three-week supposedly reevaluation. Even Darvin Ham said Thursday he's going to get reevaluated. So I think everybody's been looking at this date. Braun clearing it up. That doesn't tell me one way or the other whether he's any closer or is any further away. Nothing that he said there I think told me one way or the other. Yeah, I didn't change my opinion either. It's when he's ready. He could he'll, play he'll, or he could not play the rest of the way. When he's ready, he's going to play. And you don't have in, in the big, the big, um, the big difference in this than in some of the other injuries. It's not December 18th. Yeah. this There's nine games left. We're down no, to single digits. And that's why I don't want to say his return is not interesting to me. It obviously is incredibly important to whether or not they have a chance to do some damage. If, to if make noise potentially in. in the playoffs, yeah. But this is the second thing on the list. The first thing that get LeBron James back is number two on the Laker list. Number one on the Laker list is find a way to stay alive past the uh, Utah April game 9th. on April 9th. Mm-hmm. That have a game beyond April 9th. That's number one on the list. And quite frankly, I don't know if LeBron is going to have an impact on that. Because even if he came back for the last game or the last couple of games, maybe it's still a game one way or the other. I mean, it's not far-fetched at all. But I just think that we're going to have a pretty good idea on whether they're getting in or not prior to him maybe playing in one of the final games of the season. They're either going to be in it or not, and LeBron's not going to have an impact on that. He's going to be he'll have an impact on whether or not they advance through it. Yeah. But whether they get into it or not, they're they're going to have to play games without him. He's not going to be a part of it. So, I also do find it interesting that he took to Twitter to talk about this because again, it doesn't sound like it's that different from what people were reporting. People who are reporting are saying like targeting maybe the end of the end of the regular season, targeting the last three games, all that stuff. But it's just it seems as if he's. Again, trying to take the narrative away from people, but it doesn't seem like it's wrong. It just seems like right. he's trying to clarify something. But it's he doesn't usually do this. This is not normal. So that's why I'm thinking, why take this tweet? I don't know. That's what I'm thinking the, about. The only thing I would say to that is, I mean, what he said in the beginning, there wasn't an evaluation today. 
So today was supposed to be he gets reevaluated. And I think what he's clarifying is like, no, nothing's changed here. Is there miscommunication between the training staff I, I didn't and the get, media? Like- I didn't get reevaluated. I didn't get none of that stuff has happened. I'm just, there's no target date. Don't, I mean, and part of the reports was there's optimism that he could be there for the end of the season. I think there's some clarification there from what Woj or from what McMenamin are saying. I, I fall more on Emily's side on this. Right? I think that it, it it's it's splitting a very fine hair that I don't know needed to be split. Right? That it's it's we knew that the date that you're talking about was about now or maybe exactly now. Mm-hmm. And he's saying, well, I didn't do it. Today. Well, maybe it was done yesterday. Maybe it was done a couple of days ago. That it feels oddly specific. It, what is that line? It's a distinction without a difference. Yeah. Right. It, it, that's what this feels like. And it also makes me think back to like what the issue with the what the media was saying about when uh, AD would come back or whether or not he would play in the back to backs. What Darwin said, uh, whether or not if the player is healthy, that they would they would be able to play in all the games. Like this is why I think it's it seems as if there's some sort of disconnect here with media communication and what the players want and what they can do. Okay. Well, so real real quick, just to hit on the. F- when I hear Dave McMenamin say there's growing optimism that he could be there for the final couple games of the regular season, I think reading LeBron's tweet gives me less optimism that that report is, hey, expect him potentially over that last week. LeBron, I think his clarification for me doesn't sound like don't – I mean, he even says it on here. There is uh, There has not been a target date for my return. So that's the distinction that I make. I I, I – those reports, at least from McMenamin or Woj, made me think, okay, then those last couple of games he's probably got shot, which is pro- maybe it's not wrong at all. Maybe that's exactly how it is. But reading Braun's tweet doesn't make me think that. I, I think like what, what Emily was saying sounds like the, the, the difference between these two things. Like Adrian Wojnarowski, Dave McMenamin, they've got sources all over the league. They've got source inside of every team in the league. And they talk to people. And, and it could have been one of those things where somebody – said something to them, whether it was like, hey, I'm giving you this little tidbit of information yep. or whether it was just a uh, offhanded comment where someone goes, yeah, you know, I think, you know, if, if, we, if, we, stay closer. On, if we stay on yeah. track, we are getting closer. And maybe the last couple of games to kind of that it, it could be one of those things. And then LeBron could be saying, no, by the by the letter of what a reevaluation means or an evaluation that we're not there, that I'm not progressing i'm not regressing but we're just we're in the same place we were yesterday and the day before which is we're working towards getting healthy or you don't want to create an expectation where now all of a sudden we're looking at the schedule and saying okay hey we're getting into the final week of the season where's braun i I, I think that would matter no no no. i'm saying that the lebron's we might play the last couple of games or he might not in the reporting surrounding it. I'm not talking about his actual presence. Mm-hmm. Obviously, his presence makes makes a huge difference. But the reporting around it and the need to clarify, it's like, it just, dude, when you're there, we're ready for you. When, when you are ready to go, great. Can't wait to see you back on the court. Until then, let's hope that Austin Reeves can get 35 or 28 or whatever the number is on any given night because – until he's available, the, the it, well, is he a day away? Is he three days away? It, it really doesn't make much difference. Maybe it wouldn't matter if 
they're not basically sitting in the 10th spot that those last couple of games could determine whether you're no, in no, the playoffs or not. No, no, but that's the basketball I'm talking about the reporting on mm-hmm. it. The, 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 because what we're, what we're the conversation we're having here is not about whether LeBron James matters. There's, there's no conversation. Of course he does. But I think it's more creating the expectation of when you think he's going to come back. I think that's But that's the what I mean. Like the, the clear, the, I don't know. I just, it does, let me know. Come back tomorrow. Great. Don't come back at all. That sucks, but let's find a way to do it anyway. Like the the clearing up of the uh, no, that's not whatever. Just come back and play as soon as you can. We're waiting for you. We need you. Until then, Austin Reeves MVP MVP. That's what we uh, really need to focus on. We'll talk about that next, Lee. That is he going to be the guy to carry mm-hmm. the water until LeBron, whether he comes back or not, finally does come back. That's next. It's Travis Lee, seven ten ESPN. <laughs> 